time once again. Happy Hump Day. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I hope this finds you well. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And you're going to, again, you need to get out there today. The very lead article, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to... We're going to look underneath the hood of what is really happening in America. And it's it's shocking. It really, truly is. you got to get ready. you got to get prepared. Wealth insurance, it is what we do. Today is going to be one of those shows. If, if you don't have buddies that maybe, ah, you know, I'm tuning out right now, you may want to give them a call. Because this is one of those shows you are not going to want to miss. Uh, we talked yesterday, uh, the fake retail sales numbers that came out yesterday. I mean, it, it bordered comedy. It really, really did, talking about how auto sales were fantastic. And then you're shaking your head, you're like, but the, the actual auto company said they were terrible. You know, and it obviously couldn't be both. Today, we're going to to talk about the housing market and what is it? We had, uh, by the way, there was two pieces of economic data: uh, housing permits and housing starts. Both of them way below expectations. Uh, but but that really wasn't a surprise because last month they were way above. So it kind of balances out. Uh, they they're starting a few less apartments, which probably is a good thing because seems like that's the only thing they're doing. Uh, it is my birthday today, so happy birthday to me! Yeah, forty. How old am I? Forty-seven. 47 years old today. Uh, man, where does the time go? Friday night light starts this week. Uh, my older son, their first varsity game of the season kicks off on Friday. Uh, interesting comments from the Dicks CEO. We're going to share those with you about the real state of retail. Uh, yesterday we ran those silver sheets. Those sold out. Uh, I didn't think they'd make it through. They actually got through the show in about, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes uh, past the show. I've got another opportunity for you in the silver market today. It's actually going to be a, a better special than yesterday, if you can believe that. Of course, silver, by the way, up 25 cents this morning, uh, $16.95. Uh, the Dow is up for the fourth straight day. We get Federal Reserve Minute from their their, uh, last month's meeting, and we get to find out if there's any details. Uh, I think everyone's going to be looking for how much, uh, what are they going to do with the balance sheet? Are they going to start selling off the balance sheet, not selling off the balance sheet? Uh, We'll have to wait and see, and then uh, we'll talk about all of those things and what they said and didn't say tomorrow and tomorrow's show i just got a note here my wife's here today on my birthday thanks honey uh drive by dave happy birthday. thank you dave drive by dave great customer of ours i appreciate that and uh it's going to be a great show got a just so many things to to really kind of shake our head at and say okay what's real what isn't real and what does it mean right because we look at wall street and we see these all-time highs 
and they you know they talk about all of these jobs and then but yet they don't pay any money and it's all waiters and waitresses and even that I don't know can we really believe that and and then yesterday's retail sales number are you kidding uh, just flat out fallacy it just wasn't true and and you would think that would be like you know what we got to take a better look at this we got to have a better way because we can't come out here and look like clowns. Yet Wall Street says, that's ah, fine. We'll just say it's better, and maybe they'll believe us. So now I'm going to tell you we're going to talk about jobs again, the latest endangered species. You know, So we're, we're kind of picking them off one by one, aren't we? Right? Retail's in trouble. The Dick CEO uh, really made some shocking comments about the state of the real state of retail. We talked about how in the, within the next 10 years, and really some are saying, hey, by 2020, 2021, all you people that drive for a living, get ready to hit the unemployment line. Today, the cashier is going by, and really the cashier's been going by the wayside for a while. You know, self-checkouts, you know, at all the supermarkets somehow, the supermarkets got us to agree that we can just check ourselves out, right? Apparently, within the next, and again, same time frame, there may be no cashiers at stores ever again. You think about tens of millions of jobs, you know, and all of this happening in this 10-year window that I keep talking about and what we are trying to get ready for. And then household debt hit another record high. So now we're just breaking them every month, month after month after month. But there's a problem with it. We're going to get to that as well. And at the same time that we've run up record debts in our households, record debts all over the country in our cities and our states, and, of course, at a federal level, the, the government collected a record amount of taxes. That's a lot of records that something's got to give. And we're going to break it all down for you today on a birthday Wednesday, a hump day Wednesday. Uh, Just so you know, and I'll get it out there early, uh, rolls of silver dimes. These are what we call junk silver pre-1965, so 1964 and older. Lots of mercury dimes in there, too, which are kind of cool. The rolls of 50, so you get 50 dimes in, in a roll. They're going to be 65 bucks for my birthday, which puts that at a dollar fifteen, dollar twenty. Let's call it a dollar twenty-two. The dollar twenty-two over spot right now. Rolls a dime, 65 bucks for the birthday boy. We'll be back right after the break. Yesterday we ran those silver bar sheets, and then we were at like a do- between a dollar thirty-two and a dollar thirty-four because the silver was kind of moving around yesterday over spot. Today these dimes are, are in, in silver right now is at sixteen dollars and ninety-five cents a roll of dimes. You get fifty dimes in a roll. That's three point five seven five ounces which equates to $18.18 or $1.23 right now over spot. And we'll see where silver finishes uh, for the day. 
but even even closer to spot today than we were yesterday. I only have 150 rolls, and again, I don't think this will last. Uh, shouldn't really last the show, but it probably won't last the day. And remember, if you if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, make sure you go back into the archives and go to yesterday's webpage and read the first article there talking about where silver is going to be headed because it talked about demand and supply, right? The old economics 101, supply and demand. And, of course, you know, the, the calculator that I have, when you get more than 75 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold, it's time to stock it up. But this morning, and I was really grateful to see Ramon have this as the lead article because it really is it's eye-opening of what really is happening here in America. We're getting buffaloed. You're sleeping. You don't even realize it's happened. Heck, I do this for a living, and I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was this prevalent. When you look at the key driver, what really drives America, right, when you're talking, you're talking retail sales, right? We know, listen, retailers can't close stores fast enough. Then you talk about automobile sales. That's a huge piece of what the economy is. And they just, you know, yesterday they just lied about it. Right? We know from the car manufacturers, car sales were down 6%. But in the retail report yesterday, they said it was up 1.2. It wasn't. Then the third and probably the most important driver, housing. And here's where it really gets creepy now. Uh, Simon Black. And for those of you that maybe don't know the name, you probably know his website, Sovereign Man. This guy, he's a legend. He, he does great work. We put a lot of his stuff that he does uh, up on our site. His research is tremendous. And he did a, an article about the housing market, and you need to know it. About a month ago, I I joined the board of directors of a publicly traded company that invests in U.S. real estate. Now, that used to mean that they bought commercial buildings. Right? Then somehow, and I don't know when... They started buying up all the farmland. Right? Probably that probably started in the nineties, right? They started you know, they went from owning skyscrapers in Manhattan to all the farmlands across the Midwest. The position brings a lot of insight into what is truly happening in the US housing market. Now, of course I tell you, right, I educate you. Even these quote-unquote good numbers are not very good when you look at the history of U.S. housing sales. They are better than where they were 10 years ago. But what we do know is there's a big shift in actually who's really buying these homes. From where, and it says, and from what I'm seeing, 
the transformation that is the United States housing market that's taking place today is extraordinary. Buying and renting out single-family homes has been the mainstay of investment of small, independent, individual investors, right? Used to be that way, right? Yeah, maybe you were the guy, you know what, I got some extra money, right? We talk about it here all the time. You need to be diversified, right? You got to own some gold. You got to own some silver, right? You have some stocks. You got a 401k, and hey, maybe I got a rental property. Right? That was kind of what a lot of people did. But that's all changed. Big banks and hedge funds now pretty much monopolized everything else in the past. They own the stock market. <laughs> you think you own it, but you don't. They own the bond market. They own all the commercial real estate. And they even own the farmland. Single-family homes were one of the last bastions of investment freedom for the little guy. Right? And we talk about this all the time, right? Owning things that aren't a debt. Right? Owning land or real estate. You know, the problem with owning land and real estate is there's maintenance. Right? Whether it's homeowners association, taxes, right, all that stuff, upkeep. Real estate is how I got my start. So here's where this guy started from. He says, it's all changing now. Last week, and I I didn't see it, I didn't hear about it. I go to all the places I go to, there's a reason why you didn't know about it. Last week, a huge merger was announced. And you know how the idiot box is. When there's a merger, they dance on the rooftops. The merger between Innovation Homes, and some of you are like, okay, I don't know who that is. Well, they're owned by a company you probably have heard of, private equity giant Blackstone Group and Starwood Waypoint Homes. That's not a home builder. Invitation Homes, not a home builder. Starwood is owned by Starwood Capital, so two big hedge funds. The combined entity would be the largest owner of single-family homes in the United States with a portfolio of over $20 billion. This merger would allow Blackstone Group, they would own, and we don't know any of their other subsidiaries, just this piece, just these two entities. You're talking north of 100,000 homes. This is only the latest merger, according to Black. For example, American Homes for Rent bought Beezer's pre-owned rental homes, creating another enormous player. Starwood bought 
colonial American home. Blackstone was one of the first institutional investors to start buying distressed homes, forking over around $10 billion on houses since the great financial crisis. Black says Blackstone was reportedly buying $150 million worth of homes a week. He goes, there are median-term players coming to the market as well. Now, here's what he says is a median player. You know, kind of not a big guy, not a little guy, but kind of right in the middle. A friend of mine runs a hedge fund that owns 2,000 rental homes in Texas. And he's buying every property he can find. I called him for perspective on what's happening in the real housing market. Here's what he said. Most of the buying out there, there's a lot of little guys assembling portfolios between 10 and 100 homes. And I like to buy these guys out because they have a much higher funding cost than I do. In other words, I can buy them out and I can increase my profits because what I'm gonna pay on the mortgage is less than what they're paying. And eventually, we're going to get larger and the medium-sized funds like mine will get bought out by Blackstone. This is what is real in the United States. There's an arms race going on in the hedge funds, buying the the largest amount of homes they possibly can. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, over the past decade, and it's continuing, the number of rental households has been steadily rising while the number of homeowners actually who live and own their home continues to fall. The American dream of owning your home has been fading. It's easy to understand why, he wrote. U.S. consumer debt is at an all-time high, and here's what's scary about that number. How can we be at an all-time high if we don't own our homes? I mean, remember, that used to be, that was what the biggest piece of the debt piece was. Hey, I I got a mortgage. I owe 200, 300, 400,000 on my house. Now we're at all-time record highs, and ownership of homes is falling back to the rate we haven't seen since the 80s. If anything, household debt should be falling. But we've replaced it with what? Student loan debt, credit card debt, automobile debt. Have you figured it out yet? You still don't get it. Despite all the hoopla about how far and how low the unemployment rate is, U.S. wages are totally stagnant. Listen, this guy's a genius, right? I'm just a schmuck. 
Right? If you don't believe me, listen, Black's telling you. Bear in mind, most of the jobs created have been for waiters and bartenders. Hmm, where have we heard that before? The average guy isn't making any money, and they don't have any savings. All the while, home prices soar to record highs as major hedge funds gobble up all of the supply. This means the new reality in America, especially for young people, is if you're lucky enough not to be living in your parents' basement, you'll be relegated to renting your house from Blackstone. Well done. Well done. That's Listen, that's real. Right? So what is the real state of the housing market? According to Simon Black, there really isn't one. Little, little guys out there buying 10, 20 homes, 100 homes, getting bought out by some medium-term guy, medium-sized guy who gets bought out by Blackstone. And you think this is going to give us economic prosperity. Well, our backs were turned. They did it to us again. They own us all now. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after halftime. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Liberals keep trying to sneak political correctness into America any way they can. We should not be surprised if they have targeted study materials for the civics portion of the naturalization exam. Study materials have now changed references to our First Amendment freedom of religion with the weaker and more politically correct expression, freedom of worship. Now, that difference may seem small, but the implications are huge. Even foreign dictatorships have no problem with offering their citizens freedom of worship. This is because freedom of worship implies only the freedom to express personal religious beliefs when you are inside your church after you have closed the door or are within the confines of government-approved places of worship for government-approved meetings and events. This inaccurate and very limited view of religious liberty teaches that faith should be a private affair confined to designated areas. They want people to think their freedom ends whenever they leave the four walls of their church. This certainly is not how our founding fathers envisioned the intrinsic constitutional rights of all Americans. Our American right to free exercise of religion allows real freedom in choosing where and how we express our faith. Our First Amendment does not allow excessive government regulation about freedom of religion. Unfortunately, the official study materials for the naturalization exam do not reflect 
this right as it is given in our Constitution. It is especially important that those preparing for and taking the U.S. naturalization exam have an accurate understanding of the foundational freedoms they will enjoy as citizens of the United States. Many public schools are starting to embrace this watered-down version of our most basic right. It's time to stand up to these attacks and make sure that our children know that our U.S. Constitution guarantees the fundamental right of freedom of religion. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When America turns our back on our Christian heritage, we shouldn't be surprised when biblical precepts like honesty, kindness, respect, justice, and freedom are abandoned. At phyllisschlafly.com, we still believe in rights endowed by our Creator. If you agree, find out more at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Rolls of U.S. silver dimes. There's 50 dimes in a roll. This is, you know, really when you think about it, right, if who knows what happens, right? The power grid goes down, the whole thing comes unraveled, and we found out at the end of the day the dollars in your bank account aren't worth anything, the, the house that you live in is owned by, by some Wall Street conglomerate, and all we're stuck with is the debt. These dimes will come in handy, right, allowing you to buy things. Uh, rolls of 50 U.S. silver dimes, they're at $65. Uh, we had 150 of them right now. There's still two lines open. Uh, last time I checked in the break here with Sarah, she was on the phone, but... We had about 115, 110 of them still left. Rolls of silver dimes, 65 bucks, And these are here. They're live. Uh, as soon as they're paid for, they'll be out at 800-951-0592. So what is left of the housing market today, we found out, is hedge funds. I wonder what the real sales are. I mean, if the hedge funds are buying them all, what are the real sales? Right, if we strip out, can we get that? I'm sure they have it. Matter of fact, I guarantee you, Janet Yellen has it. She knows what the number is. How many real, hard-working Americans are really buying a home? And how many of them are just hedge funds? What's the real state of the U.S. housing market? Now it makes sense. Now, of course, it's record highs. Why? Because they bought them all. Right, and Wall Street's going to say that they're at record. And we'll just hold on to them. Right, there's a housing shortage. I know where the shortage is now. Everybody, go to Blackstone. You want to get rid of the housing shortage, tell Blackstone they got to sell their houses. Prices will come right back down. How about Dick's CEO? We talked about this a little yesterday. They had a really tough argument. And it's hard to believe. Because Sports Chalet's out of business. Sports Authority's out of business. I mean, all the sporting retailers are out of business. Dick's stock price crashing. Matter of fact, I think it was down 20% as they missed earnings and missed Wall Street expectations. But that really wasn't the big part. Dick's CEO, Ed Stack, said, we have conducted extensive 
consumer research. And and then the customers have told us they feel our prices are not competitive in today's environment in which everyone is slashing price to capture market share and as a result the company is intentionally joining the battle and we will be aggressively promoting our business to drive market share and specifically but to drive it online in other words here's what he's saying we can't make any money so we're going to lower our prices and hope to put everybody else out of business but but he went on to say that retailers are in panic mode dix is another example of amazon becoming the new middleman here we go down the gross margin rabbit hole just in time for the holidays. There's a lot of people right now in retail, and this industry is in panic mode. Now, does that sound like great retail sales? They seem to be in panic mode because they have no pricing power, and even with they go to irrational pricing they can't traffic what's going on in the marketplace right now is there's nothing but promotional items and outright panic in most cases there's a lot of inventory in the pipeline and we <laughs> we need to move it out it's the perfect storm in retail, right? Start putting it together, right? What are they talking about, right? They're talking about the fact that, guess what? We're overstored. It's too expensive. The rents are too high. We pay too much, and we can't be competitive. And we're going to go out of business. We're going to continue closing stores. And this is something that we, 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 know, we talked about this 10 years ago. Half of all the retailers, half of all the retail establishments 10 years ago needed to close. Right? Every exit, especially in a town like Phoenix, a town like Denver, they're all the same. Exit after exit after exit. And they don't have the business. And now we're going to see, you know, we've already saw a record amount of store closings this year. It's not over. None of this is over. And they can come out with any retail report they want. Doesn't mean it's really true. Right now, now we find out really the house, even the housing market's fake. <laughs> the housing market is hedge funds buying smaller hedge funds who buy smaller investment properties. That's the whole new housing market. And you sit there and you think about, right, we're going to make America great again and all of this. It's not happening. The Federal Reserve and Wall Street and the large financial institutions just gobbled, gobbled this up. And really, it, it, it's becoming an ep, you know, 
It's, it, it's all over the country. Remember what my brother said about West Virginia and how terrible it is there. Right? And you start thinking about all of the other places all around the country where there's nothing left. And now we find out Blackstone, no one has ever owned more homes in the history of the world than Blackstone. How do you feel about that? How do you how how is that going to lead you to economic prosperity? And at the same time we have record levels of debt, that doesn't make sense. And at the same time, we're paying a record amount of taxes. That doesn't make sense. And at the same time, despite all the records, the national debt is growing by double digits. But this is why, you know, we're, we're in that sweet spot. Because well, they, they pulled the veil over the eyes for a little while. Now it's starting to unravel on them. Right, they can't get inflation, so they say. Right, they can't. They can't get uh, wage growth, and more importantly, they can't get retail sales growth without making it up. Pay radio news hour. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We'll be back right after the break. Ninety-three rolls remaining. Three lines open. Rolls of silver dimes. You get fifty silver dimes, right? Fifty loaves of bread. And you know what? I mean, if Lombardi's right, silver goes to fifty. That's going to be more than loaves of bread. Rolls of U.S. silver dimes. It works out to eighteen dollars and eighteen cents an ounce. Uh, silver right now is up 20 some cents, uh, 1692 right at the moment, 1692. Rolls of dimes, $65. We started with 150. We got 93 rolls left. Still got three lines open at 800 951 The Dick CEO says there's panic in retail, and remember, right? We know J.C. Penney's, Coach. Uh, what was it? Uh, the uh, Auto Parts, Advanced Auto Parts, right? Just the latest. Those were just the ones this week. And then we we sit there and we find that the housing market now appears to be nothing really but hedge funds. Blackstone, with the latest merger, now owns just. Well, and here's the thing. We don't know if they have other subdivisions that have housing units. Just their largest unit now owns over 100,000 U.S. homes and growing. And according to Simon Black, the vast majority of housing sales are hedge funds or small group of investors hoping to sell to hedge funds. That's the new housing market. If I can just get enough properties, some hedge fund will buy them all from me and I'll make money. Man, how did that happen? How did that become 
the new American dream. I'm going to rent my house from Blackstone. I wonder what that looks like. My guess is they probably hire some outside agency, and you never even really know uh, what it is that you're getting. Uh, and then this came out. You know what? We're seeing more and more. Have you been seeing these, like, the robots are coming? Right? I mean, they're they're out there every, every week I see this, right? And they're coming here, and they're coming there. Yesterday we broke down the manufacturing jobs that are out there, and we found out yesterday they're really not – I mean, you're working for a manufacturing company, but the job is software engineer. Hey, we need a guy to pro- program the robot <laughs> to put three rivets in instead of four. Right, we need a guy to program the robot uh, to, you know, do whatever. Right, assemble the wheel assembly. The day before a fully automated grocery store opened its doors, believe it or not, someone did this in 1939. But they say it is coming soon where they're saying that, uh, who was it, Cap- Cornerstone Capital Group says 7.5 million retail jobs are going to disappear. And they're saying they're calling it at high risk of computerization. Most prevalent will be the end of the cashier job. A new generation of high-tech grocery stores that will charge customers for the goods they take with no checkout required. Now, this is something I know a little bit about. A lot of you know in my previous life I was a district manager for two different retail chains. And this was around in the early 90s. Now, that was fantasy land, right? At some point, the... You know the 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 scanners at the checkouts. You know they they scan they scan the barcodes. They were talking about having these scanners, right, kind of at the exit points, and you would just push your shopping cart through, and the scanner would would be able to zap everything, and they'd have a little uh, a chip in each package, which a lot of them already do now. And it would automatically know exactly what you bought and just charge you. No checkout required in the use of robots for inventory and stocking of the shelves as well. They're saying that retail will be able to reduce labor hours needed by 67%. And they're talking about uh, in the next, boy, some of them are starting already. I know Walmart says they're going to launch a prototype. But again, in the next 10 years, this is probably going to be true. So if we lose all of our cab drivers and our Lyft and our Uber drivers, and we lose all of our retail cashiers and our stock boys, (laughs) we're going to need, forget about, 50,000 waitresses and bartenders a month. We're going to need 250,000 of them a month. And you start thinking about how is all of this going to play out? And really, we're, we're seeing more and more of this. You know, some call it the Amazon effect. And remember, Alan Greenspan used to talk about the productivity miracle and all of these things. 
And now what we're seeing really ultimately at the end of the day, they're getting rid of the American worker. That's the new endangered species. You know, we talk about how males between the ages of 18 to 54 used to be, and actually 25 to 54, 96% in the 80s and the 90s, 96% of them, 25 to 54, were working. That number is down to 88% in falling. No wonder why Blackstone owns all the houses out there. 800-951-0592. Pick up those dimes while we still have them. 65 bucks. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Happy birthday to you, and I hope you have many more. Happy birthday to you, and I hope you have many more. I hope all your dreams come marching through that door. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Thank you, Ramon. It's my birthday today, and I really, you know, it's amazing how long I've been doing this now. I was a young guy when I started. I was in my early 30s, 47 today. Uh, thank you so much. I mean, really, without all of you, we wouldn't be here, right? I mean, when you we run specials and you buy them, that's, that's what's kept us here now going over 21 years, working on year number 22. Uh, it's just, it's humbling. Uh, we've got the best customers in the world. And, and I know times are tough right now, I know. A lot of people are struggling. A lot of our customers are struggling. A lot of you are confused. Don't be. Right? We're at the end of this illusionary cycle of recovery. Listen, this is what they want to do. This is what they've been trying to do. Right? Go back to the 30s, right? When the Great Depression, they didn't fix it. We had World War II and got lucky. We're not lucky right now. And then you start looking at at what's supposed to really drive us. And remember what GDP growth really is, right? Growth of debt, right? They love debt. And now all of our consumers are tapped out, right? We got record high levels of debt, and yet it's not because we own homes, right? And retailers, according to Dix now, are in pure panic mode, right? That doesn't sound like an economic recovery is coming. And this is what I we keep talking about. We're getting closer and closer and closer to that point where fantasy and reality are eventually going to cross paths. And one of the places I think probably is, is and I don't think probably, is what I think the most undervalued market right now is in the silver market. And we've been talking a lot about silver and, and today, this is it. This is the last of the silver I kind of got saved up here. Uh, fantastic opportunity. You don't get to buy gold and silver this close to spot. You know this. This doesn't happen. And a dollar twenty, a dollar thirty over spot. That was below cost every day for the last ten years. Don't let this opportunity pass by. And really, at sixty-five bucks. It's, it's affordable for everybody, whether you want one roll, 10 rolls, 50 rolls. 
If you're a new customer, you've never done business with, we're not like anybody else. When you call our 800 number, we simply say, how many would you like? And you just tell us, I want a roll, I want five rolls, I want ten rolls. And we're going to say, great, we're going to take your name and your address, right? We're going to give you a total, you pay for it. Once we have good funds, we ship it registered, insured, U.S. mail. If you're in town, if you're in Phoenix, you want to come pick it up and save the shipping charge, great, we'll make an appointment for you to come do so. And then that's it. There's no bait and switch. We don't call you morning, noon, and night. You won't hear from us again. I promise. Rolls a dime, 65 bucks, 800-951-0592. Everybody have a great rest of your hump day Wednesday. We'll see what the Federal Reserve had to say, and we'll talk about that tomorrow.